12. Today might be, probably is, it's top five. I like to do lists. If you ask me something, I, I, you know, I, we got a new guy, Cuts Grass, was, he's retired from my shows over here, he's a band director. I asked him one day, I said, all right, we got a question of the day. You got me, Anthony Oliver, he's the superintendent in our system. Principal at Cobbett County, Cherokee, Cobbett Heights, superintendent. And he taught at Leeton Elementary School with me when he first started. But he, uh, I had questions of the day, top five worst kids we ever had. You know, so I, and I also top five best shows ever. My top five best shows are MASH, number one, Cheers, number two, <clears throat> Seinfeld. I like Superstore. You know, I just I always do lists. And lists, this, this, this is probably the top five hard lessons we've ever, we've ever done. And the reason is, Years ago, we had we had this discussion. I'm talking about when we were over on Sixth Street and uh, talking about blasphemy of the dial of lessons, the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we got in a big discussion in that in that class that day. And Nelson Taylor, his infinite wisdom, who's retired, and I was working in coaching high school baseball, which is 16 hours a day, seven days a week. Looked at me, said, David, won't you do a little looking up on? I thought, well, Bell, Belson, why don't you do it? You're retired. You play freaking golf every day. I don't, I, I'm working, you know. So I brought back some material and I handed it out to everybody and I made like 30 copies. And this guy got mad and left. He never been back. He never went back, didn't, never didn't come back to Sunday school. And that was how, that's how touchy this subject is. So the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Somebody defined blasphemy for me. All right, what else? Degradation, uh, degradation, what else? It's easy for you to say, Jim. I'm from, I'm from Spring Valley. Yeah. I get the older I get, the worse it is. This is what I looked it up. The act of insulting or showing content or lack of reverence. The lack of, uh, the act of insulting or showing content or lack of, of uh, reverence. Let me read Mark 3, verse 29, and I'm going to read Matthew 12, 31. Y'all can follow along in Matthew 12, 31. Let me look. This is how, this is how important this is now. Mark 3, 29 says, But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. Then you drop down and you read Matthew 12, 31. Look, this is Jesus speaking. Here, so therefore I say to you, every sin, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the bl blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven man. See how important it is? Every sin will be forgiven. I don't know, man. So what do you know about Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Denying the Holy, excuse me, denying the Holy Spirit, what else? Yeah. 
That's yeah, that's what we're gonna read. Yeah, so the power of God is the power of Okay. What else? What do you know about blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? When somebody comes up and Shreve, as I was listening to this, he, he points out, I can never give it much thought. People will take the name of the Lord in vain, constantly. You know what I'm talking about, GD? And then also flippantly say, well, Jesus Christ. But you never hear them say anything like that about the Holy Spirit. I never give that much thought. Why is that, you reckon? Well, they don't recognize it. And he, he made a point, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. That people are afraid that this is the unpardonable sin. It won't be forgiven. You know, we can go back and read 31. Look at 31 again. It says, therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be, will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven men. And let me read Mark. What was that? Mark uh, 3, 29. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is it... He, but it's subject to eternal condemnation. So it's, it's pretty damn serious. Extremely serious. Extremely fatal. Uh, you know, so let's just read. Brian talked about it a little bit. Let's just read verses uh, 22 through 32. Mark chapter 12. 22 through 32. And then one was brought to him. Then somebody brought this person to Jesus, okay? He was demon-possessed, blind and mute. And he healed him so that he, uh, so that the blind man, so that the blind and mute man spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed. Got everybody's attention in Spring Valley talk. Could this be, this is what they could this be the son of David? This is what the multitude say. Now listen to what the Pharisees say. Brian talked about it. But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this was their rationale. This fellow does not cast, and I'm reading out the New King James. This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts. How amazing is that? Doug pointed out last week, I've got to think about this, Steve. That Jesus had to go because he couldn't be everywhere human, but he knows your thoughts. Whether you he's there or not, Doug, or you, he, he knew these guys' thoughts. He knew these guys' thoughts who were in Southeast Asia at that time. I found out that just he knew their thoughts. That's a little scary to ponder. Think about that in today's world. My thoughts. What goes through my mind? This is just a little sidebar. He knows my thoughts. He knows your thoughts. Wow. All right. Uh, what translation? Matthew 12. I'm sorry. Well, Mark 3.29. That's the first. Now we're going to be in Matthew the rest of the time. Except for the other verses I got. I read that Mark uh, because it was talking about being condemned by blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And it's also... Got a got a corresponding verse in Mark uh, Matthew 12, 31. Let's keep reading here. Verse 25 of Matthew 12. But Jesus knew their thoughts, and he said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself 
this is a good, if you coach, this is a good verse, man. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. That ought to be on every locker room door, man. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will this how, how, how then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sins, uh, your sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or else, how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man? And, and uh, then he will plunder his house. He who is not with me is against me. And he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. That's basically, if you, you're either with me or you're against me, there's no gray area out here. Verse 31. Therefore, because of all this, I, he just said, because of all what Jesus said, therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven them. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven. How about that? Compare speaking against the Son of Man, flippantly saying, well, Jesus Christ. I just, that bugs me, man. I got a friend that does it all the time. I, it bothers me. He said, it will be forgiven. But, Whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him either in this age or the age to come. Oh, yeah. It's serious. This, this may be the most serious topic I've ever talked about. Ever thought? Because, Steve, it really is heaven or hell. It's either or. That's what the topic is today. It's not, hey, it's not a feel good. It's a step back. And it should, it should light a fire under us as we get out in the world. Because I think at times out in the world, wherever I'm at, you know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't look at people, hey, is that guy saved or not? Does he understand the importance of this or not? We're just kind of going through life. Well, you know, it'll get to that one these days. This is how this is serious. Like, hey man, this needs to be addressed in a in a quality tone, not talking down to or or belittling somebody. Just opening the door and shining some light in there. That's how important this is. All right. Three, during this lesson, we got three questions. This is question number one. We'll do two's pretty lengthy, and the third one's kind of short, but it's, it may be the most important question. Question number one What does it mean to blaspheme the Holy Spirit? What does it mean? Sorry? Keep part there. Say that again, Jeff. Reject him unto death. What is Jeff saying right there? It's a continual rejection. All right, I'm just going so I don't get ahead of myself and lose spot. 
I'm going to read this first. Look, go back to Matthew 20, 12, 31 again. I'm going to read about the fourth time. We'll read it. Hey. I'm sorry. Hold on to that. I think we'll cover that soon. I think so. If I don't, we'll come back to it. Okay. That's a quality question. I don't really believe there's any atheists. I, 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 I should have read this for y'all last week now, or a couple of weeks ago. Y'all know who what I think about Bill Maher, right? I think he's a nut. He's a liberal. But he, he's an atheist. But I want you to list a couple of things in this. And he's talking about this gender stuff for like eight-year-olds. Okay? This is Bill Maher now. Listen to this. Tell me what you find interesting is. If kids, this Bill Mark, quote unquote, if kids knew what they wanted to be at age eight, the world would be filled with cowboys and princesses. Pretty solid, right? He said, I wanted to be a pirate. Thank God. He's an atheist, but he's saying, thank God. Is that not ironic? I mean, come on, Bill. You either, either are or not, man. You just, you know, nobody took me seriously and scheduled me for an eye removal and a peg leg surgery. I thought that's hilarious, man. Uh, I'm not a fan of his, but he he's an atheist and he's thanking God. So I really don't know if there's. I had a high school coach, man. You know, he said ain't no atheist in, in a foxhole. His whole theory was foxhole all the time. You know, he was nuts. He was crazy. This guy was. Yeah, man. He, he. I think it is too, Steve. Uh, Tom. I think it's a flippant phrase, but if, if he don't even believe in God, why don't he even use that? He, he don't. But I really, I, I, I think we're going to address this atheism in this lesson today. Because the Pharisees, I think it's under question too. Just hold those thoughts right there. We'll get to that, I promise. All right, look at verse 31 again. Therefore, I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. I jot it down. Why? Wow. Does that seem confusing? Not to blaspheme against them, but you can, but you can go back up there. Where did it say? Uh, blaspheme against uh, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy. Of it. it seems like Jesus is talking in circles. So what does it mean? I got this down. This is what Shreve said, and I wholeheartedly agree. Willfully and knowingly rejecting Jesus Christ. And as Jeff said, until death. And I said, and I, don't forget, what does the Holy Spirit do for the world? Y'all remember that a couple of weeks ago? For the unsaved. He's here to help us as followers of Christ, and to pray for us, we talked about in Romans several months ago. But what about, y'all remember what we talked about, the Holy Spirit's job description for the unsaved was? It's conviction of sin. Shining light on those dark, shining light, that, hey dude, you need Jesus. And what is, what's playing? Continually say, I don't, I don't, I don't. 
I don't. We're going to kind of get back. We'll come back to that, so just be patient. You know, Dave, it's not necessarily bad. I mean, I'm not saying that. It's not just people that they are. Oh, hold that thought. We'll get to him. We're going to get there. We get to that. I got that jotted down. Have you ever rejected the Holy Spirit? Thank you, Lester. I think everybody in here has. Has he ever told you to do something and you didn't do it? He ever told you to go witness to, to Edwin Fretwell up there and I didn't do it? Has he ever told you to? And thankful for that for forgiveness. Are you saying I, I, it brings me tears to know that God's so long suffering with my sorry tale? It really is. You know, I just, I don't understand why he, he puts up with me. I really don't. It bothers me that he, it bothers me. That he has to, I call it putting up. He loves, all right. It bothers me that he puts up with me to the point that I that I sin and habitually sin and, and have my pet sins. And this week, you know, I knew it'd be bad. You know, this week, remember that verse we talked about last week uh, about praying for God to help you with your sin? So, and God, when I well, go down that unforgiveness, or that, that lust, or, or that anger, or that bitterness road, or whatever it was this week. God said, go back to your verse, man. Pray that to me. Pray that to me. And I just don't want to have to be, I don't want to have to do that. But I'm glad he's, I'm so thankful that he's long suffering. You know, 1 Corinthians 13 says, you know, love is not a keeper of records. My word, man. That's my problem. I'm a counter. I keep scoring. I kept scoring when John David played T-ball over here. And they didn't keep score. I didn't score. You could ask me. I don't remember what they were now, but you could ask me 10 minutes after the game. I said, we won and we got beat. I'm always, that's, that's just, I'm competitive. That's what I do, you know. That's not right. I jotted this, have you ever rejected? I think we all have at some point in time when we tell when we tell the Holy Spirit, no, I don't want to do that. I want what I want instead of what you want. That's why it's so amazing about the Garden of Gethsemane. You remember Jesus last week, we talked, I think it was last week, he prayed for this to pass, and he said, but not my will, your will. I jotted in, if that is the case, what is Jesus talking about here? It goes back to our answer, a continually turning away from the truth that the Holy Spirit is is showing the unsaved. A continually turning away of the truth. Let's read Matthew uh, 12, 24. Let me read it. He said, but when the, listen to this. When the Pharisees heard, they said, this fellow does not cast out demons except by the Elphabah, the ruler. What was, what was the truth, quote-unquote truth, that the Pharisees 
continually denied right here. This ain't the first time they've stepped in front of the Lord Jesus, okay? We are in Matthew 12. There's like 11 chapters prior to this. They've had dealings with him, with Jesus, up in this town. So what is the truth that uh, they are denied, continually denied? Recognizing as what? Son of God. They kept it. What did they try to do? Oh, that ain't son of that. He, he's, he's under the ruler of Beelzebub. You can't tell me they didn't know there was something special. Shree says there ain't, but there ain't. There's not but two sources of supernatural power. Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty and the devil. The devil has supernatural power. How do we know that? What did Moses do with that staff? He threw it down. Jesus made a uh, God made it a snake. He figured, what did the sorcerers do? They did the same little trick. You'll call it a trick. I know that's not a trick. What about uh you know, there's other I just went blank on the other one. You know, so they knew, they knew, they knew that there was something special about Jesus. But they they wanted to make it into something to take some light off of him. They didn't want to have to answer to him because if he was truly, quote unquote, truly the son of God, they would be under him. All right. I jotted this. Why did they uh, uh, attribute his power to Beelzebub? Y'all know what Beelzebub means? The Lord of the flies. Beelzebub. So then what are they saying about Jesus? He's under the Lord of the flies. Where do flies hang out, man? You live in the country. Y'all live in the country. I live in the country. Where flies hang out, Tom? The dung pile. I called over. I also called over and talked to her Uncle Edward about four or five years ago. They were spreading that dang chicken litter. McCoy. You know, they'd go get chicken litter and they wouldn't spread it all out at once. So they piled it right there with Bulldog and him used to live right across the road. The biggest, nastiest, funky breast flies you ever seen was in my house all day, every day. I'm talking about them big old doo-doo flies, I call them. All right? Y'all boys live in my show, y'all don't even see no doo-doo flies. I tell you what you do. You go out here with so many chicken houses, they got some doo-doo flies out there. All right? Oh, my word, man, their eyes bulge out because they're so full. They nasty, man. It, you, you'll, wear out a, you'll wear a fly swat out killing two of them things, man. Wear a hole. I said, Allison, can you get Edward to move that chicken litter pile halfway across the field over there? If not, go over there on Highway 20 and put it by Brian Lindsay's house and Shane Barnes' house. Put it there so his daughter and son, his daughters live over. I said, get him to put it over there or move it across halfway across the field. Because I'm tired of the dang flies now. I'm putting up them old time strips and other stories you've had. I'm tired of the ceiling fans in my house, man. Wake up in the morning, you can't even see it. Ah, bump. I got bags of water by the doors. Ain't that an old wives thing? I've got to try to trick the book. When he moved it over there, flies went away. That's what they said Jesus wanted. He was the Lord of the dung pile. They didn't come out and say that, but that's what they said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Good grief, man. 
they knew he was special. They didn't want to give him attribution, and they didn't want to. They didn't want to say he's the Lord God Almighty's son. So instead of that, he's the Lord of the flies. He's bells above. He's king of the damn dung pile. Well, ain't that the end of opposite ends of spectrum? All right. Let me jot. Let me read what I jotted down. Uh, I jotted this. I never mind. He's got here. Tree's got two little points in it. Blasphemy is a sin of against reason. Blasphemy is a sin against reason. What did what did the Pharisees realize about Jesus? Now remember right here, we ain't gone back and read it. What happened at the first part in verse 22, 23 there? What did Jesus do? He sent out the demons who were in this guy, right? The demons of muteness and deafness. They reasoned in their mind, the only way he could do that, he's not the son of God. Well, he can't be the son of God. The only way he can do that is to be ruler over the evil empire, over the, over the demons, Beelzebub. That's, that's the only way he can do that. See how this is a sin against reason? Let me keep reading you. Let me see. He had supernatural power and they and they attributed it to Beelzebub. They knew, they knew there was something special about, about this, about this guy. He's different. He's different. You know, you walk out on the field, and there's some dudes out there just different. I don't know if y'all have seen it or not. I, I paid for it the other day. It's a great documentary. Facing Nolan. Nolan Ryan. If you hadn't seen it, you kind of like baseball. Of course, he was pitching when, when, when I grew up. My word, man. Pete Rose said this. He said, major leagues are full of line, uh, uh, lambs. He said, Nolan was a lion. What does he say? He said, that guy's different. They asked Don Manley about it. I, I watched the thing about him, and he said, he's different, man. He said, I faced him. He said, at 44, he's still running it up there at 98. He said, I can't imagine at 24 what it was like. 105, 106. You know, he said, you just knew this guy was different. They knew Jesus was different. So if he, if, 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 if he had piqued their curiosity enough, wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to know, why is that guy different? Wouldn't you want to know, all I wanted to do when I was playing baseball was to throw hard. I didn't care if I got anybody. I just wanted to throw hard. I've, I've been back there, you know, been around guys. And, and in, that, in that documentary, Clemens, Roger Clemens said, man, it's, it's, if you see a guy, you, you, you throwing with a guy or standing beside there and you're batting against a guy, throwing up there about 98 to 100. He said, it sounds like bacon fry. It does, man. I'm telling you. A guy rip it, so when they rip them seams off that thing, it comes zzz, zzz, zzz. What is he doing to get there? That's what I would want to know. If I was 18 or 20, what is he doing to be able to do that? If you were the Pharisees, what should the Pharisees, if they didn't know, ignorance is all right. But what should their response be? I need to know. I, I, how do you do this? 
Pharisees have taken 10 a long time. Yeah. X number, yeah, I know. So their idea was something of self-righteous. Pride. Pride. So all of a sudden they're in front of this guy. What they had grown up on. So, these guys were actually So, this is the last the idea that I'm going to choose something that's God. You're rejected. I reject it, and I'm saying this belongs to Satan. In law, we talk, that means right, as we would say, it's called the dark part. It's very often see a lot of people do. You know, they commit crime. They don't have a dark part. They commit a crime. And someone is those kind of, I bet you I've watched enough Criminal Minds. I'm, I'm, I got a PhD in Criminal Minds, you know. Allison, I got her hooked on it. But, you know, she told me the other day, I said, man, you have nothing to watch for some time. You know, Braves are on. I watched him a little bit. Is that another? She said, you know, it's kind of sad when Criminal Minds went off. We finished up 325 episodes. But without a doubt, every one of those just dark hearts you've talked about, is there, there's no remorse. I've talked to several kids, and those guys that I've told y'all got that list, there's no remorse in those guys. They have no feeling. These people had no feeling. These Pharisees have no feeling. You know, instead of wanting to search out, how is he doing that? How does Nolan Ryan increase his velocity? How, how, how is Jesus doing this? What is his source? Uh, they're just going to stick it over here in this pocket. I don't want to find out. I don't want to have to get after it a little bit. I want to do a little research. You heard of a hundred of these atheists. C.S. Lewis, one of them. He's probably an agnostic compared to an atheist. But then when he done some research and he done a little digging, oh, it can't be anything but the Lord God Almighty. What would you start to say, Woody? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you want to know he's cheating? Is he legally cheating? I mean, is he just like natural? Oh, that's pretty cool thought. I kind of like that. We're going to find out why here in a minute, Jeff. You quoted one of my verses. Okay, I'll listen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I'm out, you can do this. Next time. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, yeah, that's a, it's a valid point. How, how much arrogance is, you know, how much jealousy is there? It's amazing. 
Uh, it can't be true. Can't be true. You know, I don't know. That, that's a cool thought. All right, blasphemy is a sin against reason. Second thing he pointed out here, blasphemy is a sin against revelation. Look at verse 25 of Matthew 12. But Jesus knew their thoughts. Man, that's scary. Scary. And said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. What do we know from this verse? Verse 25 of Matthew. Don't forget now, this, the, the, to be a Pharisee is not something you ride down the road. You remember Louis Bazaar? You know, there was a lady over there that accused the University of Georgia of handing out degrees, taking care of their athletes. Of course, Louis Cesar, the movie Southern Humans, he died in 94. He's pretty dang funny. He said, this woman, he said, he said, you can't ride down the road in Athens, Georgia, and then throw a diploma in there. He said, you got to stop first. You know, then they throw one into one. These jokers, they, did, they didn't just hand these Pharisee degrees to these cats. What were these people? What was Paul? Paul was a former Pharisee, right? How intelligent was Paul? Well, they're brilliant people. They're brilliant. Have you ever found that dealing with brilliant people is hard to deal with sometimes? They're just smarter than me. If you don't believe me, just ask. They'll tell you. Like my dad-in-law told me about a guy one time. He's in prison now. How ironic is that? He said he makes good money. He said, you don't believe me? He's got his W-2 in his back pocket. He'll tell you. You know <laughs> My dad-in-law, man, that cracked me up. If you don't, these guys were just way too smart. Because my daddy would have said they're too big for the britches. They don't want to hear about it. They got their own ideas. They continually reject it. And I jotted down. The Pharisees were smart people, not simple. They knew that Jesus was truly the Son of Man. Don't you think they knew that? They knew, man, this guy's different. He's, 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 he can run faster. He's Bo Jackson or Ursula Walker. He's different. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he's Nolan Ryan. He's different. It's just somebody, man. He's different. They knew that. They knew that, hey, man, it's, he, he, he's, where do you get this? They lied about I, I really believe they lied about this. They just made something up to deflect, take the focus off of them to throw it somewhere else. On their failure to realize that he's Jesus. I'm going to throw it over here. You ever dealt with many kids I have? What did Adam What, what did Adam do when God confronted him? Hey, she's the problem. And you, by the way, you gave her, gave her to me. You know, he was deflecting it on Adam and back to God. God said, hey, dude, that ain't right. You know, that ain't right. Question number two. What happens when people blaspheme? Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. What happens to it? Three repercussions. All right. Three things happen to people continually deny the Lord Jesus Christ. Three things. First, uh, first one is they stop hearing God. Let me read John chapter 6, 44. 
John chapter 6, 44. No one can come to me, Jesus speaking, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will rise him up on that last day. Can people get saved when they want to get saved? What did Jesus just say? So if you continually stop hearing him, what is he going to do? He's going to quit asking. When I was dating, I had about a two, two ass limit. Ass. I don't know if y'all heard if I said that. Ass. <laughs> I know some of y'all. I know some of y'all ain't got them Q-tips out today and them Crocs out. Huh? Yeah. What is it? Just two? Huh? <laughs> uh, I asked this old guy out. She says, no, I might ask again. After that, I'm not asking no more. I, I, I'm just not going back. It's just so many times I get shot out of the saddle, man. You know? You stop hearing from God. Golly. See how serious this is? See how serious this is? I jotted this down. You stop hearing from God. I read that. How can people get saved according to I read that? Can this come at a time when Jesus... Can there, I can't even read my notes. It'd be help. I got my glasses on. Can there come a time when Jesus stops drawing a person to him? He stops speaking to a person? How do we know this? Jeff mentioned him a while ago. Pharaoh. You go back and look at them 10 plagues. What does it say, Jeff, at the beginning? I said, you brought it up. I'm going to ask you. What does it say in the first four or five plagues about Pharaoh? No, first, first five. He hardened his heart. Pharaoh said, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. In the last three or four, what does it say, Jeff? God hardened his heart. There was that line in the sand right there, and Pharaoh stepped over it. It was finished. Never have that opportunity again. That is why this is a serious, serious discussion. More of them than him. I mean, boy, he, 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 here's Jesus. It's amazing. Think of the things he saw and refused. Wow. Well, crap. You got the Israelites, the Hebrews coming out of the, think of the things they saw and still belly aching, moan the whole way. After the ten plagues, crossed the Red Sea. They crossed another. It was Jordan River on dry. Two places on dry land. Got fed every day. They had a cloud. I tell you, a cloud. Sometimes you out there. It's one hundred ten. It's nice. Nighttime. Had a fire. Keep them warm. And they, and they didn't understand. Think of what God's done in my life. Look at me, man. I'm married. Can you imagine that? I ain't pretty. If, there, if anybody doubts her, God, look at me and look at my wife. She's a lot better looking than I am. You think, well, there must be a God. There he is. You know? It don't take a rocket sign. We're not landing folks on the moon here. You know? Let me keep reading here. It's a sin against reason. Uh, 
Where am I at? Where am I at? All right. This person can never. All right, let me go back. What was number one? They stopped hearing from God. The third thing that happens is this person can never believe the truth. Look, I'm going to read John 12, 37. John 12, 37. But although he had, had done so many signs before them, they did not believe. Isaiah 44, 18 says this. They do not know nor understand, for he, capital H, has shut their eyes so they cannot see, and he's closed their hearts so that they cannot understand. I think it's over with. I think if, if you go back, Jeff, Jeffrey, and, and, and like like Jeff's saying, Pharaoh ain't changed. He hardened his heart. Pharaoh hardened his own and then God hardened it. And we talking about, I tell folks all the time, I get a package every day. When it's dry out there in the summertime, man, I tell them, as you don't turn around the yard, y'all could land 747 out here in my yard. It's so hard. That ground is hard, man. It's rock hard. And that's what's Pharaoh's heart was. And I think once you get to that point, God foresees as foreknowledge that you're not changing. Pharaoh wasn't going to change. He had too much pride like Mitch was talking about a while ago. He just, that was it. That is a scary, that's a scary thought, man. To me, it's scary. I think that's why he had to get Saul's attention. I'm talking about showing up got his attention. Broken blind got his attention. Let me read another. I'm going to go back and read John again, 37, uh, 12, 37. Then I'm going to read 38, 38, 39 as well. Listen to this. He says, but although he had done so many, Jesus had done so many signs before them, they did not believe him that the, that the word of Isaiah, the prophet, might be fulfilled, which he spoke. But, quote, unquote, the Lord has believed our report. And to whom has uh, the Lord the arm of the Lord been revealed. Therefore, they could not believe because I said, said again, listen to this. He, capital H, had blinded their eyes and hardened their heart. At least they should see with their eyes. At least they should understand with their hearts and turn so that, that I would heal them. They got to a point that God said, that's it. This is over with. You're not going to do it. So I'm, that's it. Like spanking my boys. That's it. When we get to this point, that's it. Somebody's getting a whooping here today. And it's going to be you. It ain't me. Y'all can't handle me. And Jesus, God said, that's it, man. That's scary. This, this is scary. Scary. For a long time, I had to ask myself a question. It's Pharaoh. It's Pharaoh. It's No, not at all. I, that's the answer to predestination. If you ask me.
tempted so much better off with this back blank so I don't know. Open that, that goes back what pride some of Mitch talking about pride a while ago. Yeah, hey, I'm smarter than you, dude. Well, you got the first 32, what do you think went through their mind, Brian, when they said they, in their mind they were thinking this or amongst yourself, not speaking it out loud? And she said, Hey, what do you think they're doing over there? Uh, they, they got that, got that open 